0: Yo ho ho, it's time to go Back to the dungeon far below Players arrive in time to die And I love to watch them cry Grab some dice
1: And welcome to Teachers in the Dungeon. I'm Tom Gross with Dan Reem. Good evening, everybody. It is a good evening. Beautiful, beautiful. It is May here in central Illinois. School is almost out. Yes. And the temperatures are rising into the upper seventies. Beautiful r- sunny low-ays. day today. So we've come out of the dungeon for the winter. Yes. And
0: uh, we'll start hanging out by the fire. and Got a yard um, full of screaming goblins behind us, actually. Yes, tonight. we do. <laughs> so my kids have got some friends over. So you may hear their yes. evil glee.
1: Yeah, they're, or their chaotic <laughs> glee, we might yes, say. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, it is a good night. Today, we want to talk a little bit about... We started a new campaign with our teacher group. This is the group that does... The Telosari Adventures, the slint Adventure, the um, Waterdeep right adventure. So this is this is a new campaign for that same group. We have a new character, a new player in mm-hmm. that in that group. We do. And uh, what we and a de- new DM and a new DM. That's right. Chris Metz has come out of the playing ranks to do a little DMing in Ravnica. And yes. so we're going to talk tonight about running a chaotic party because that's yes. That's what this party is. Yeah. so
0: it's not so much a retelling of the story, although that may happen. It's more discussing how does a chaotic party function, yeah. and is it fun? And, and there's
1: another aspect to it that's all brand new. But before we get to that, we wanted to give our RPG
0: Summer Camp update. Yes, yes. Registration is closed, and we did quite well. We did. We tripled our number from... Last year to this, as far as the number of students who are going to sign up to attend. Yes. Our cap was going to be 30. Mm-hmm. Well, that actually, was... we were thinking 24, yeah. and then we said, oh, we'll just put it at 30. It'll be fine. Yeah.
1: It'll just give people an idea that, hey, there's always room. And uh, we almost hit that. Yes. 27 kids coming. <laughs> 27 kids. I panicked a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. Because I knew that we had three DMs. We had three DMs uh, straight up. And... And for those of you who maybe new or don't know, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this before regarding the camp, is our DMs in the past, last year, were all alumni of our game club. And so we like to do that. We don't like to use DMs that are in the regular game club during the school year. Right. Because that's different. To me, that's different. And you don't I don't want someone who signs up for a, a game club camp to then be DM'd by someone they have been DMing with, you know, playing right. a game with, you know, all year. Right. So we're looking from the outside, trying to figure out, and we we, we ha- I think we're covered,
0: or do we need one still? We we are still searching for one DM. We got a couple of live leads, but yeah, nothing and, nailed down yet.
1: And so we have three of our DMs returning from last year, mm-hmm. and then a another alum that played D and D with them in Game Club several years ago, who couldn't come with us last year because he was oh he was heartbroken. Too. Yes, he was. Tyler will be there. And then your friend.
0: Yes. It's a buddy that I, a high school buddy of mine, his brother DMs for us. Jason goes, if you've listened to a lot of our show, we interviewed him. His brother, who lives just up the road and plays in our online group, my online group, Mm -hmm. is going to come and DM for us. And then my daughter, Kate. That's right. Kate, will. Kate helped us last year uh, with
1: some of the sessions. Mm Mm-hmm. But did not DM, and this year she has graciously agreed to DM for us. Yeah, And so that's six, five. That's five, and we need one more. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I rolled I rolled a one on that one. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, so so yeah, we need one more, but like you said, we have a couple leads. and so excited about that. It's a great group of kids looking at the roster. Um, some of them, most of them are game club kids, but we have uh, several that are not, um, which is part of the goal of summer camp is to get kids interested and then then joining game club throughout the year. Um, and we've got we've got students that are straight A students, and we've got students that struggle in school. And uh, you know, our hope is that this is their connection to the school, motivation to want to do well. Yeah. Um, so there's so there's that um, a really diverse group of students boys and girls, so
0: I'm excited about that. I have to admit, when we didn't hit 30, I was a little disappointed, but then I really think 27 kids, four days of d and you yeah. this is cool, this, and yes, it's, it, it's just gonna grow and spread from here.
1: Yeah. So, with all of that said, if there is any way that you would like to participate by supporting us in this endeavor we can do, you know, we can take financial donations. And what we would most likely use that for is to feed the kids. Yes. Because yeah. we provide lunch for yep. all the
0: feed 27 kids for yep. four and days. six DMS and you and me and Marcus. And <laughs> right, right. So, you know, there's a number of us. So and we set the we set the price for the students themselves low enough that, that we didn't exclude anybody. Right. You know, Washington is relatively affluent, but there's a a fairly wide socioeconomic range and we mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that everybody could come. Right. So we've got enough money from the kids enrollment to cover some things, but we were hoping for a little bit more to right. where you need a little more one way or another right. to be able to cover things like the the food for them. Exactly. So we've been, it's been exciting. We've put this out on Instagram and there've been people who have responded. And I think we've got some pretty neat prizes coming in and some things for their swag bags mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see those things and we'll we'll talk a little more about those as those plans develop right but yes if 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 you would like to contribute a just a prize uh, mm-hmm. a player's handbook or a third party monster thing that you think is really cool right we would love any of that would be so helpful mm-hmm. or or if it's easier or something you'd would like to do to write a check for any amount, really Yep. small, small is fine, uh, to us, just email teachers in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. It'll, it all go through the school. That's, that's who right. you will actually address the check to. And mm-hmm. there's sort of tax exempt or not tax exempt, but, um, what is that called? <laughs> it's
1: it's a, a, ta- a a tax break. I yes. don't know what <laughs> we can donate. Can- it's a donation tax.
0: I think. We should know that. We should yeah, look that up first. But anyway, <laughs> the documentation can be sent back if that's something that, that right. would help. But and and on top of anything else, just any encouragement that you folks think to offer on <laughs> Instagram or Twitter or emailing would be also would be just as, as welcome. Right. Right. And and we
1: and we can share anything to the kids, you know, uh, the campers, or if it's just for. <laughs> the two of us <laughs> we will take any of that. It, yes. it all helps. It all really yes. helps. So thank you all f- already for your support and interest in our summer camp. I can't wait to talk about it. We thought we were yeah. exhausted la- last year with nine players. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to be, <laughs> we may have to come in the day after to do the cleanup because <laughs> I Indeed. don't know that I'm going to have anything left yes. at the end of the week. So, <laughs> all righty. Well, we're here to talk about chaotic parties today. Or one um, specific chaotic party. <laughs> yes, one specific chaotic party. So the one piece that we left off in our pr- in our preview of this was that we decided to go
0: with a monster party. I don't even know how that came up. I think a f- couple people said they were wanted to do a monster and the rest mm-hmm. of us said, oh, we'll just all do it then. Sure, why not?
1: Yeah, uh, and it might have been me. I don't remember exactly who started it, but I knew that I really wanted to play a goblin. So. Yeah, so we have a full full monster party. So let's talk about the race. So I'm a goblin, mm-hmm. and you are a hobgoblin. hobgoblin. Marcus is playing a bugbear,
0: mm-hmm. um, which are related. I think they're the, goblinoid. All three are yeah, all yeah. three are
1: goblinoid types. And then Paul is playing a minotaur. Mm-hmm. Brian is a. Drow, half, half elf, half drow.
0: So I guess it'd be like half dark elf, half some other. I don't know if it's wood elf or what it is. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. And then
1: Nate, our new player, Nate
0: is playing a
1: straight up drow
0: elf. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't really say what our <coughs> well. This is are, another thing that's that's funny. Is 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 the minotaur a fighter too? I think so. So my hobgoblin's a fighter. The minotaur's a fighter. Is the half elf? A fighter i don't know i think he might be i hmm. and then you're a rogue i'm a rogue and the drow I think is a, he's monk. a rogue i think the half elf half drow is a rogue okay so we got two rogues two
1: fighters the drow is a monk the drow is a monk marcus is and the bugbear is he's a fighter he's a fighter no magic no not a lick of magic Mm-mm. now i suspect when we get the third level I think some of them are going to take some subclasses that will, like an arcane archer or uh, arcane, what's the thief one?
0: Uh, arcane trickster. Trickster. Wow. Well, um, I, and I, I think my hobgoblin will probably take Eldritch, Eldritch. Knight if we survive. And that is, a, that is a serious question. Yes. Because that kind of is what leads to
1: our question today is is what to expect or what to be ready for when playing a
0: chaotic party? Because I think every last one of you, except me, all of you are chaotic neutral. Yes. 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 So.
1: And you're. I'm lawful evil. Lawful evil. So let's talk a little bit about what we perceive to be chaotic. Because you know you have chaotic good, chaotic neutral, chaotic evil. Mm-hmm. To me, chaotic evil is is, is easy. That's the maniacal murder, slash, burn, do anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Trick. Yes. You know, even even my trick to, to gain friendship and then do your evil act. But it gets a little trickier when you get into chaotic
0: neutral and especially chaotic good. Chaotic good, I think, is easy enough because I feel like my, I, my bard started Lawful Good Nikistos, mm-hmm. okay. but I've moved into chaotic good, which is you're always trying to do the right thing, but you're not going to let the laws get in the way. Okay. Uh, whereas yeah. a lawful good would be, you know, I want to save you, but I can't break this law to do that. So I'm right. So okay. I think that's the difference there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But chaotic neutral, to me, it just it's like selfish. Whatever, whatever I feel like doing at the moment, I'm going to do. I
1: might do good. I might do bad. I might feel like today doing the balance of both. Yes. Um, and so our entire party is that except for you. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I felt like in our first session, it, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Is just kind of whatever you feel we, like. We were all over the place. Yeah. I mean, hats off to Chris. He, as a DM... He took, he took the punches, <laughs> like almost no, literally, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Marcus, did. <laughs> but Mar- yeah, Marcus did a story for just a minute, but he was very flexible and mm-hmm. he let us kind of go crazy. And then he would pull us all back in and continue the story, which I thought was magnificent. I never yes. felt like he was trying to shoehorn us down an alley or mm-hmm. try to divert the kind of hilarity. Cause let me tell you, I, I was laughing so hard. My sides hurt. And they were a little sore the next day. (laughs) So, yeah. So one of my things that I was going to talk about was the the hilarity of playing a chaotic group. Mm -hmm. Because you just really don't know what's going to be said, what's going to be done. Because there's no real, as you said earlier, there's
0: no real guardrails to Mm -hmm. a chaotic group. And so you never know what's going to happen. Well, I like I like the fact that you so clearly fought out your character. You had... Me? Yeah. Oh. Vocal tics and all of that ready to go <laughs> in a way that none of the others did. Mm. So that was... And so I had to... Because we're playing stepbrothers. That's right, yeah. Uh, or half-brothers. And so we had decided ahead of time that I was protective of you. Right. That I'm lawful evil, but part of that is if if you've got an ally you're going to care for them right and so that's what he's doing mm-hmm. but then when you came out with your that reminds me of a yeah. story <laughs> and <sighs> and I I didn't I hope you didn't feel like I was harsh on your buzz and keeping you from doing what you wanted to do nope. but I thought I really think although my character loves your character and wants to protect him, mm-hmm. probably would be quite irritated with that. Oh, absolutely. And so... Oh, yeah.
1: It was... And we had kind of, you know, you and I had talked a little bit about, like, what are the motivations of our characters? Who's the, who's the common parent yeah. of that? And so we had kind of come up with the fact that our father is the common parent and raised us, but was never, ever pleased Mm -hmm. with us. And so we, we always tried to do things to impress our father, but to no avail. And so my character not being super smart, in fact, that's another aspect of this chaotic party that I'll mention in a second, but my character believes that he is still trying to do things to impress father. Mm -hmm. And, and, but yeah, my, my, my nervous tick is he, because he's not super smart, he tries to relate things in the current by thinking about like what that what this instance reminds him of mm-hmm. and so he's always starting off by saying that reminds me of a time when and sometimes the stories make sense and sometimes <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense absolutely i think that would be highly annoying
0: and i think and i think <laughs> that was sort of the juncture at which the chaos Began to bubble up because Marcus decided that his bugbear character
1: mm-hmm.
0: has no patience for you, yep. and was immediately sort of bullying mm-hmm. your character, making fun of
1: him, making Pushed fun of his in. height, gave, shoved me. Uh, well, I'm sure it'll come up later. So
0: go ahead and-, and so that was that was where I was kind of forced into action because yep. I thought my my character would not would not tolerate that. And this is we we go back to. How D and D is useful where you can try out things you wouldn't necessarily, you know. I am right. so scared of of conflict or confrontation in real life. I probably would have just grabbed you and said, Leave it. "Let's go, let's go over here." Mm-hmm. But I thought that's not what this character would do. So I just, I just, I warned Mark, Marcus's character Zor once. Mm-hmm. It's Lauren Zor. We didn't even plan, but we rhyme. And <laughs> and then I I just said I. I'm gonna hit him. I need to roll to hit, and so I think it caught. I think it caught all you guys off guard. All of us. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I thought this isn't the stereotypical. I'm a rogue and I'm gonna steal from all the other players. This was no. There's something going on here that that character is doing something my character does not mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And and we're level one and. Both characters are quite strong, so mm-hmm. the unarmed strike is still five points of damage, which at level one, it's not going to take long to drop yeah. somebody. Right. So we rolled for initiative, and he won the initiative, but then didn't hit. He whiffed. And then I <laughs> smacked him hard, and I, and I guess that was enough to stop him, although I was kind of surprised, to be honest. I was too. I thought he'd keep fighting. I think your hit points were just enough
1: that he thought, I can't take another I can't take another hit like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he backed off. Mm-hmm. Something that I, I found that he did, and I fell right for it, is is he tried to do things to like befriend me yes. before bullying yes. me. And so I thought I thought it was great. When I realized what was going on, I was like, okay, this is kind of fun and this is kind of cool. Cause he someone said, was it you or or was it one of the NPCs said it's all or nothing or something like that. Y- yes, I don't remember. No, I don't remember what it was. Get your hands dirty was what... I, so he would say some, He would say whatever that one thing was. Uh, all in or whatever. And then he'd look at me and my character would go, get your hands dirty!
0: <laughs> and it usually meant go do something violent yes. or incredibly stupid. Yes, exactly.
1: Yes. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, the fist fights, because that's not the only time you've, you've fought him because he
0: also, Zor... This was a little more of a stretch on my part, but I thought he's already made me mad and, yes. I, and I am evil uh huh so being a bugbear and but it's more his fighter he chose it's one it's of those background. weird it's one of those weird things about the fighter back one of the backgrounds of being a fighter is that Performer you or? you get proficiency with a musical instrument right and he chose bagpipe
1: <laughs> which I can only imagine and he loves playing the bagpipe and he played it one too many times, and you gave him warnings. You said one more time. Oh, I said
0: a lot more. I decided my, mm-hmm. I can't actually quote what he said in our family-oriented show here, but I decided that my lawful evil character also has rather a potty mouth. So yeah. he did not like, yes. And I forget, yes. And he just looked at me and kept playing. Yep. I thought, you know what? I can't back down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lore would not Back down from that fight, so I went after him again, and I punched him right in the mouth again. (laughs) And and yeah, and you grappled him, I think too. You know, he tried to grapple me. That's what it was. And he did grapple me, but then when we did our strength check, Mm -hmm. I rolled better than he did. Yeah. So it's gonna be so the so the chaotic nature right there is just fist fights that
1: break out. I was surprised that nobody else got involved. In that. I mean, my character wasn't
0: about to get involved because everybody is so much bigger than I f- me. I feel like to take a step back. We're the three core that have played together the longest. Mm, the other true. three joined games. Oh, later. And I think they were. Oh. I think they didn't quite know what to do. Mm-hmm. Paul and Brian got in by saying, "Silver says the hobgoblin wins." Or oh, that's right. We gambled. Yeah, yeah, we gambled on it. So that was really cool. Yeah. But yeah, that, so that set up the chaotic feel, and then it, there is sort of a feel that anything could happen. Right. That this whole group might just yeah explode or implode. Right. And, and mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to take my and my character would have. I decided Laura would not have a lot of patience for the rest of it. He, he fights when he like to protect you or.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, he gave a warning, he drew a line. Right. But after that, he went down and just rode. Well, you're right, you're riding your, your lawful side. Yeah. You give him the law, you know, and where the line is. And if he
1: crosses it, then you punish him. And you punished twice very, very convincingly that he uh, shouldn't do that. One of my favorite things we did a drinking game. The characters, yes. the characters did a drinking. Game. Yes, yeah. Um, but also Chris, Chris did a really good job of grabbing our attention in this because he brought props. He did. He brought a snack that, he, and both both items came out of the Dungeons and Dragons Heroes Feast recipe book. That's so awesome. <laughs> which was so cool, and so one he. I don't remember what the what the the snacks.
0: There's some sort of a citrus bite or something like that it's with coconut. Like apricot. It was really, I mean, I asked him how he made it. It was dried apricots. I think it was dried apricots Apricots that he put in a blender. Oh, okay. And with vanilla. And then rolled them in That was th- what the consistency was. Okay. They were
1: good. I wasn't sure what to expect. Because it was kind of introduced as like something that might be kind of funky. Yes. Um, But no, they were tasty. And then he made a drink for us mm-hmm. that is was part of... I don't remember what, what the story part was there. We were meeting with an NPC and they served us um, yes. something. And so he made the drink for us to have while we were mm-hmm. uh, role-playing. But earlier in the game, we were on a ship and the captain was like, well, I've got some games for us to play while we're going along. And so the first was a gambling game where you rolled dice and you had to get numbers that ordered up to being, you have the boat, you have the captain, you have the something, and you have the crew. Oh yeah yeah. And you had to get those in order mm-hmm. and there're six dice so the two extra dice you would add those up and whoever has those four and the highest roll of the other two dice they win. So Gnutz won the first one.
0: I yes I you didn't have any money so you had to go ask Oh yeah, Lore. Yeah. And he gave you afforded me gave you some silver. Ten silver, yep. And, and so you d- I forget, I just... You said D- you better come back with something. Yeah. <laughs> or,
1: or no debt or something like that. Yeah. yeah, don't ask me for any more. That's right. And, and so I won, I won the first game, but then here's the chaotic nature of the party. Brian's character did a slight of hand on the second to flip a die to the die that he wanted. And I rolled a, a perception roll, and I saw it. And so Gnutz called him out, and said, you know, you cheated, you cheated, and I don't remember what the resolution was other than I, I did end up getting the winnings of it or something like that. And so, so we played that a few times and then there was a drinking game. As the as the day was ending, there was a drinking game and I forget how he did it. He had to roll con saves. Oh, that's right. And each round your con save got higher. The DC got higher. Yeah. And uh everybody even the NPC <laughs> rolled horrible. Every, I was the only one that Like, that came out of the first round. Because if you failed your con save and you went on to the next round, then you were rolling at disadvantage. But you're not, yeah, you're not out of the game yet. Yeah, and so Gnutz made it through the first round with the save. He was the last one, and so he won that one too, but was
0: completely blitzed. And so (laughs) you came. Yeah, I was the caretaker, so I... So I'm gonna take and I'm gonna put my brother to bed in, and, and I said, and I'm gonna tuck him in really tight. Someone said swaddled me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just picture this ugly old goblin head. Yep. Picking out, but I did go and get a basin to put next to you in yes. case you had to throw
1: up. Yes, and then those punks, the bugbear and Minotaur, <laughs> brought a barrel over and just filled my mouth <laughs> with ale. <laughs> because they could and I woke up the next morning and I had to roll to see if I had a hangover or not and I certainly did <laughs> um so anyway that's again part of the chaotic nature of this group anything goes uh, so far I think the I, I don't know it's the last thing I have on my list for a cha- for this cha- for our chaotic party there there are there could potentially be some moral dilemmas
0: oh yes with this
1: yes. because even though we're all chaotic we all have different backgrounds characters mm. have different backgrounds mm-hmm. and everybody's line of what is a, what is chaotic and not chaotic you know, what's too far and what's not too far that line is different for everybody so we had had a fight with uh, in the forest with some, some bandits, bandits, had bandits ambushed us kind but of but they seemed to have like a cause yes and so we 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 d- defeated them but one of them survived and we kind of trapped that one, and, and we're trying to get some information. Now, your character was gone. Yes. You went after, so a horse escaped, and so you went into the forest to find the, so it's just a chaotic bunch. hmm and, uh, and we all sort of surrounded this, it was a woman, and she kept telling us, you're doing the bad thing, you're doing the bad thing. And, and we decided we are going to question her. We bound her, mm-hmm. and we were going to question her and Marcus's character walked up with his great axe and did he d- d- he decapitated her mm-hmm. right he co- it missed the first time cuz he rolled back oh that's right and he was so angry that he missed that he he came back
0: harder and he sliced her head off and it was it was interesting because i thought this is where you know, you, you even this early i started to blend with my character in the sense that i was mad that nobody else in the party stood up to him. Mm-hmm. That nobody stopped him. And so when my character came back and saw, you know, but I had to think, I can't I can't be morally offended because he murdered her. And so my solution was telling him you don't kill a prisoner. You torture them. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And yeah. of course, Mark is playing it to the hilt, where he's just looks at me like, "What are you gonna do?" Yeah. And I had to think, do I? Do we have a third fist fight? But no, no. There's other stuff. Well, going on. and and that opened the door for
1: one of one of our characters, mm-hmm. is our new player Nate, who'd yeah. been pretty quiet. I think I I I I tried putting myself in his shoes because we were pretty boisterous from from the first minute we started. Yeah. And, and he was just, Nate is a very, he's a thoughtful guy, mm-hmm. loves to watch, observe, and then get get his hands dirty. And so he sat there with his hand on his chin, <laughs> uh, or his head in his hand, chin, uh, paying attention, listening. He gave some input throughout the game, uh, here and there. But this ending, because this, this was kind of the end game of the night. Mm-hmm. He said, I, I, I don't know if this is his exact words, but he said, I'm not good with that, which yeah. I thought was marvelous. Yes. And he
0: said it kind of to me, mm-hmm. but so that everybody could hear. Yeah. I mean, it was sort of an exhilarating session, but it left you sort of like, what did we just do or accomplish?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but I, I feel like there's all kinds of, we've we've just, the alchemy of it is very fun because we've set up already some really interesting relationships. Right. Because I can see Nate drifting toward me. Mm -hmm. I'm protecting you. You think everybody loves you because they're saying nice things to you before they do awful things. Yep. I think the Minotaur kind of admires the bugbear. Mm -hmm. And then the wild card will be the half-elf. The half-elf, right. And where they go. I was just going to point
1: out on the, the decapitating. So my character... I this this was my thought process because like, he didn't say anything about it. It happened and he just he took it for what it was. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have wanted that to happen, but living in a goblin culture and we had kind of talked that our father was probably a pretty violent person mm-hmm. that I figured he probably was so it, it was part of his just world, his his um ideology but but the way he saw the world is that violence and so probably not the first time he's seen someone or something their head cut off and so he just took it for what it was but as you all sort of reacted to it i think he probably would follow up on that too because marcus did turn to me and say do that line do what you have to do and I was a little. I looked over at you, mm-hmm. and I and I said, "I don't think this is where you get your hands dirty." Or so I, I said something yeah. like that, and I was like, "I don't know that this is right." And so I was trying to think, how is this different from uh, all the other parties we play that are are generally good? And I the the only thing I could come up with was that in those games, the focus is the story. And it's what's happening, what our mission is, and we collaborate. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this chaotic party, there's still the story. We know what we're doing. Well, we have a story. that We have something we're following. Mm -hmm. But there's not really a focus. No. And it's just kind of whatever happens, happens. For the good or bad. I mean, most of the time it was
0: hilarious. It's like where the evil version of the Guardians of the Galaxy in the first movie...
1: yeah, it, you know, that's a great way to put it because that, that is how it kind of feels. Yeah, it's just... It's just everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm with you. I don't
0: know how long we're going to survive, you know. And I'm, it's kind of fun to have played long enough now to accept that a TPK could be on the cards. Mm-hmm. I think I would be perfectly fine with that. Not saying I want it to end, mm-hmm. but just...
1: Because it, it, it won't be easy for Chris to do that. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, I think we're tough enough. I mean, we're first level, but I think in general, going against CRs that are appropriate for first level characters, I think we're pretty tough. Yeah. Where it really stood out to me was when that one, when the woman used magic on us. Yeah. And it uh, dawned on me that we have no spellcaster to right. like counter those types of attacks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, this this could get really interesting, and, and it could be the first formidable magic
0: user that we come across. That does us on, does us in. Yeah, that's very legit. Uh, Magic will target saving throws on Mm -hmm. charisma, wisdom, intelligence. Yeah, and sometimes the other ones. And we're not good in those areas. No, no. I think hobgoblin is smart. Hobgoblins get a bonus to their intelligence. Yeah, we did a count of modifiers
1: of intelligence. Collectively, we all. There's six of us there is a plus one for all of us.
0: Yes, and so just to put that into even greater perspective, the Hobgoblin by himself is plus four. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so adding uh, plus four to the rest of you gets us to a plus one. I think, so this this is how it is. Okay, so
1: I'm a negative two intelligence. I think Marcus is a negative one, and I think everyone else is a zero. So wow. there we go. There we go. <laughs> Um, there was something else I was gonna say that wasn't really had anything to do about chaotic characters, but it slipped my mind now. So maybe as we're closing it'll come to me and I'll yeah. I'll come back to it. So any predictions?
0: No, I I don't. I can't tell. I think again, I feel like we've done a nice job setting up a perfect movie script that, you know, can they learn to work together? Yes. You know, Oh, is there yeah. going to be a big throwdown between Lore and Zor? Yep. Is there, you know, who's going to come out on top? Who's going to be the leader of the party? Mm-hmm. I feel like people people might wonder, is Gnutz going
1: to contribute anything to this group? Uh, and I think he can. I really think he can. He has some skill sets that could come in handy, but beyond those skill sets, he's kind of just a chump and and worthless and this is so my prediction uh goes along with i just remember what i wanted to say chris was doing a nice job to kind of balance that non-magic by giving us some things along the way so in the drinking game my prize was i got a potion and it's a potion of fire breathing earlier in the game someone got a ring and a ring of swimming yeah and there was a third magic item but i don't remember what it was is it a mace i don't know I think, I think Marcus's character got a mace that's a plus one mace, but it has like ability to pull flying things out of the sky.
0: No, it was a, it was a staff. staff, and I think Nate's character might have it. Oh, okay. The monk. Oh,
1: yeah, that makes sense. So Chris is kind of feeding us some magic along the way, but my prediction is as long as we don't run into anything formidable magically, I think we're going to do okay. Yeah. and we'll make a name for ourselves at, it, in some fashion. But the, I think the first time we run against Magic, it's going to be a bad. It's going to be bad news.
0: I'm hoping that there'll be a fight where Laura and Zor have to help each other out. That would be cool. That would be super cool. So. So. All right. Well, that was kind of a chaotic discussion itself. Fits Indeed, the, it was everywhere. The, the general tenor, but <laughs> we were we were. It was a pretty pretty fun. Pretty fun session. So we're curious, mm-hmm. and if you out there, if you've had runaway train-like sessions, and what was the what was the result? Yeah, that would we'd love to hear that. Teachers in the Dungeon
1: at gmail.com is our email. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on Instagram and Facebook, Teachers in the Dungeon. We're on Twitter, at Dungeon Teachers. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think about playing a chaotic party. Going way back to the beginning of the show – Uh, We'd love to hear, have that support from you, even if it's just good luck guys or something like that for our summer camp. We'd love that encouragement. So I think just to wrap things up, I'm going to say instead of keep rolling those 20s, it's a chaotic party. Ones can be fun too. We'll see you (laughs) next time, everybody. (laughs) That wraps up today's session. So thank you for listening to Teachers in the Dungeon. We appreciate you and your feedback until the next time we see you in the dungeon we hope you roll high on those saving throws if you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure subscribe to the podcast have questions thoughts or ideas check the show notes for our website and our contact information this podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by wizards of the coast hasbro or any other third-party dungeons and dragons entity teachers in the dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.